All right, welcome to our Shotgun Saturday Night Limited Edition series. We had so much fun on that first episode. What a blast we had. So we're out here for number two. This is only going to be a limited time series, as I just mentioned here. We're going to do the first six episodes of Shotgun because really when it was authentic and fun. We had such a blast, as I just mentioned here, doing it last week. But we're going to have, yeah, we're going to have so much fun this week, too. We got another great card. I am JP Ice. Joining me tonight is the Shotgun Stutter Lover, Brother Martin. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing phenomenal, my friend. Yourself, I am just having a blasty blast. The Shotgun, the fun, freaking Ahmed Johnson. Pearl River plunging, midgets, macarenas, people getting falling asleep during matches, getting Red Bulls, good Lord Vincent Man trying to dress like he's cool, uh, Bob Backlund, the man that made the show. I mean, this first show was batshit crazy, but it was fun and it was awesome to watch. And hopefully, this will continue the pattern with the craziness. I'm bummed that they didn't continue on at the nightclubs for uh, longer than like six weeks-ish because it, it was really just an interesting feel and it was such a fun show. But, you know, let's uh, enjoy it while we got it here for, you know, the limited amounts of episodes that they actually did where it was in these different nightclubs and weird venues. Chris, this one came from the All-Star Cafe in New York City. And this was taped on January 11th, 1997. This is when they did this one, this episode here. And on the card tonight, Chris, we got Diesel taking on Mark Marrow, who's got Sable with him. Always great okay. to see Mark on the show. And uh, of course, Big Daddy Cool as well. And also here is Farouk, and he's got with him Clarence Mason, D'Lo Brown, JC Ice, and Wolfie D. And they're taking on, or he's taking on Savio Vega. And then also here, Rocky Maivia. I heard this kid might have a bright future. Have you heard about this Rocky Maivia kid, Chris? Uh, he's a good guy, man. A good kid. I think he has a bright future ahead of him. Yep. I think that he needs to, you know, uh, like as long as he, um, uh, like as long as he continues on the uh, path he's going, I think we uh, we could seriously see a. Uh, it, it, this guy has movie star good looks. And I could hope be. that could, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, hopefully that could carry him somewhere. You know, it, it could happen. You never, you never do know with him. It, it, you know, he might have a bright future. Let's, uh, you know, throw the predictions in. I think we both agree. You know, he could maybe do some good things, but he's got a tall task in front of him tonight because he's taking on the one and only Razor Ramon, Chris. That's so you know it's going to be a tough night at the office when you're taking on the bad guy. The we bad also got guy, Razor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Chris, there's a tag team that you, we have never had and talked about on the show ever before. And I don't know how much we ever will. But see if you remember these guys, Doug Furness and Philip Lafon. Do you remember them? I somewhat remember them from the invasion that they uh, with e- ECW. Mm-hmm. Uh, the storyline with Jerry Lawler. Uh, and that's about it. Yeah, there's not much to them. They, they came with a lot of hype and really nothing ever came about with them. And then I believe one of them got injured very badly in a car accident. It kind of ended their gimmick there. And uh, oh, wow. they'll run, they run with the WWE pretty quickly. But yeah. they, uh, they had a lot of hype to them when they came in. Well, they're taking on in the main event, Chris, the Headbangers, who opened the first ever Saturday night, Shotgun Saturday night last week, as the Flying Nuns. But here this week, they're the Headbangers now, Chris. Interesting uh, turn of events for them so fast where they're uh, they're switching already. Well, Brother Love, he converted them, my friend. He's a good guy, that Brother Love, Chris. 
He is. And God bless Brother Love. I mean, he you talk about turning lives around. That's what Brother he does. Love, he can do it, man. He does it all the time. And he's just an, an amazing individual. So I just want to say, Brother Love, thank you. Thank you for saving the lives of those young men that were going down a path of destruction. Yeah, brother loves a good dude. You know, I got to be honest because he's kind of a hero of mine. You know, just, yes. just he's just such a morally sound individual. He is. I agree, man. He and he deserves so much. You, you know what? Which, as a matter of fact, uh, when I got my first ever GoFundMe payments uh, uh, thirteen years ago, when I started to defraud people, I sent thirteen thousand dollars to Brother Love and. He sent me a jug of water and he said to me, you drink this and you will have the power wow. to do anything you put your mind to. And I did. And now I work at Walmart and he Bro. completely changed my life for $13,000. That's what he does. Brother Love is a miracle worker, man. And I'm telling yeah, you, it's, it's good. It's good to hear some people tell some stories <laughs> about the man himself, Brother Love and the great things that he's done. And uh, I don't know if we're going to have a brother love, you know, on the show here tonight, but it would sure make my night and your night better and everybody else is out there. If it would. brother love ended up showing up on the show. So who knows? But I at least, love you. Yeah. Just remember that, folks. He, he loves you. And when you're feeling down and out, just play that brother love. Ah, love, love you. you. God, and, great characters. And uh, you, you, you feel that deep down, right in, in your right, cockles. You just feel it right there. Just feel it deep down in the in 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 the old uh, tank in your body, there, folks, man. Uh, all the good vibes, brother, love gives, man. You just you feel it inside your soul, man. I you put do. that in my in my human gas tank, there, Chris, so I can help <laughs> it keep me going through the day. Oh, just, I was going to say that, man. That's how good he is. But Chris, let's get into the show here, man. Give us a quick countdown. All right. All right, baby. Like we're going to do a countdown. We ain't going to frown. If it's brown, flush it down. If it's yellow, let it mellow. But if it's red, leave it for dead. So with that said, we're going to do it. Five, staying alive. God bless you, Tron Travolta. Four, hit the floor. Three, I got to pee. Two, pick a boo. One, get it, son. Let's do this. The World Wrestling Federation. Yes, here it is, Chris. The Revolutionary yes. Force. They, for 50 years, the Revolutionary Force. You ain't lying, dude. Man hits New York City. Honky Tonk oh, Man's here tonight, yes. Chris. Wow. The best haircuts in the world. A little bit off the side. A little cowboys bit are in the clear. You can even I love is that. Is that the space cowboys that are in the clear, Chris? Yes, it is. I'm telling you. Look at that suit on Honky, Chris. How much do you think that that Honky uh, that Honky Talk Man okay. outfit would go for? In 1997 price, it was 48,000. Now it's six million. Dude, it, it's so worth it, Chris. That's six million dollars well spent, right? I agree, man. And it's just phenomenal. I love Honky. Oh, beautiful Sable Chris is here with our with Mark Merrow, the wild man. The uh, wild man, Mark Merrow. Speaking of Mark Merrow, ladies and gentlemen, we just recently had a sit down with Mr. Merrow a few weeks ago. Please check that out in our Wrestling with Reality archives. A fantastic interview, but most of all, a, a, a fantastic man. Please check you that out. Lying. He's great. No doubt about it here. And this entrance is great here for this show. You got to love this. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's 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 raw. It's gritty. It's just phenomenal. 
Why they it. ever went away from the feel from the nightclub just blows my mind because, man, this was just something different and cool they were doing. I, they, I love it. They had, they had money with this, I'm telling you. But I think due to, like, the parent, the parent teacher council or whatever, uh, they pressured them to change their format. Yeah, it's a shame because this was some cool stuff here. Well, Diesel's already in the ring, Chris, but we got the wild man. Oh, Sonny's looking beautiful. Look at her. Sonny and Vince McMahon, they're here to announce Sonny. Yes, uh, Sonny is, uh, she's got a special segment on the night. Vince McMahon, he's trying to look cool as that. What baseball is that? Is that a baseball signed by Babe Ruth? You it know could what? be. Oh, he said, I think the, I think Pettengill just said the Mets. Oh, uh, you know what would be, you know what would make it more valuable? If it was sound, if the baseball there they are. was signed by the Chadster. Yeah, seriously, that would be a big one right there. Chris, there they are, really fast, man. The flying nuns are here again. Oh, God. They, they ride again. Yes. Why are they? Why are they arresting the nuns here? Seriously. What the hell do they do? What is, dude, this is this is pretty upsetting to see what they're doing there, Chris. I can't believe I that they would harass the flying nuns like that. They're just good Christian ladies, just doing the best things that they can do. It's bullshit, Chris. I you know. <laughs> I'm telling you. And you know what? We seriously need to start a protest i'm telling you we might have to soon mark just walked to the wrong to the wrong entranceway i think there oh lord or it might have been a different angle uh camera angle i don't know there they got a lot of security leading these guys out there look at that oh god yes uh mark such an underappreciated talent and like uh mark even said that uh he uh didn't know he didn't feel comfortable like with this wild man character because it pretty much, it wasn't him and that uh, he felt like they didn't know what they wanted to do with him. And that it's, and that it was frustrating because Vince loved the Johnny B bad character, but he couldn't use it. The so, fans yeah. loved the wild man, uh, Mark Mara here too, man. He was over like crazy with the fan, with the fans, bro. Oh yeah, he was. And I loved like the wild man character. But it's just sad that Mark wasn't comfortable with it, you know? Yeah. It, I, you know, and it, it, some gimmicks just aren't meant to work for people. It, you know, it just, it just isn't It just isn't them or whatever it might be. And it, you can see many cases throughout wrestling history where people have had some bad gimmicks, things they didn't like, things they couldn't get behind, and had to kind of retool a little bit and do things differently and go from there. So, And this is not Diesel, a.k.a. Kevin Nash, Chris. I just picked this up here. Look who that is. That is Glenn Jacobs, uh, Kane. That is the Unabomber. That's a Christmas creature. Uh, and most importantly, that is uh, the dentist. Uh, Your favorite, Isaac Yankum. That's who you go to, right? Yep, exactly. For my $75 smile. There you go. Telling you, that's where you get it from from uh, Isaac Yankum. Well, Sable just put whatever the hell that food was right in his face, man. Good Lord. Boy, they're fighting it out in the nightclub now. Look at that. That is so, how cool would that be to just hang out at a nightclub and, and see this live? 
Yeah, it's pretty interesting here. It's at the All Star Cafe, which I don't know anything about it in New York City, but it looks like it's like a nighttime uh, club area, sports bar, whatever it might be for them. And there they go. That, that's how big that damn bar is that they're able to put a ring in the fucking thing. Pretty amazing. Uh, uh, this is the sports version of Planet Hollywood. Oh, okay. So I wonder yeah. if they're, is it like a chain or something like that? It, it, I, which it was, and I don't know whether like they're still around, but yeah, like they used to be huge. They used is to. Is Planet Hollywood still open down in Myrtle Beach? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Thanks. You know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. I do not know. Let me check. Yeah, I remember. If I remember correctly, it was right down near Broadway at the beach. So. Yep. I don't know if it's still open now, but. Yeah, they had all these chains at the time for people that don't know. And they had Hard Rock Cafe, they had Planet Hollywood, and I guess this All-Star Cafe. I know they had the NASCAR Cafe down where you're at, too. Is that still open? Uh, the NASCAR Cafe is closed, but Planet Hollywood, there's... Wait, wait, hold on. What happened to Planet... Uh, it got demolished. No shit. Wow. Yeah. Man, it's been many years since I've been down there, but I remember the maybe might have been the last time I was riding through there. One of the last times, I swear it was there. I know the Hard Rocks are struggling right now, but yeah. they always have been a big tourist trap to me. But this is a cool little venue here. Like, I like this. Um, what you call it? It went from Planet Hollywood to Club Kryptonite. Uh, and then there was like a, a, a massive drug and prostitution sting Whoa. that happened there. So pretty much they demolished the building. Okay. Interesting. So, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Well, rest in peace to Planet Hollywood there. Remember, that was a big thing for them. What did you think of this ripoff diesel gimmick, Chris? I thought it was fucking terrible. Yeah. I, I think it benefited Hall and Nash more than more than anybody because uh, for the people that don't know, uh, Hall and Nash, they actually got a bigger contract because of this. Because the WCW, uh, the executives were dumbasses and they thought that Hall and Nash were playing both sides. So as these fake diesel and razor came out paul and nash were sitting in atlanta georgia watching monitors with eric bischoff and uh a few other people and they said uh we'll pay you whatever you want you just don't leave and it's just kind of like common sense will tell you that they already have contracts where they can't leave so why the hell would they be scared i don't understand that Different times, right? Yeah, so that tells me that they weren't guaranteed then. Did you see Daniel Bryan left the WWE? Yep. I think he's going to AEW. Yeah, I, I think you might be right. I think they're, they're going to pull a, a, a great little uh, pickup on him, potentially. We'll see, though. It's interesting to see. Boy, this oh uh, God. There's, there's Razor Ramon here, man. He's here, too. Don't forget. Oh, my God. Uh, we just watched him on, uh, on, like, the superstars, and, boy, he has changed. Yeah, he's changed drastically here, man. I'm telling you, he's looking a little different. He's shrunken a little bit. Not yeah. in his, he's not in as good a shape. He must be off the juice. I don't know. Oh, Rocky's here. Here he is, the blue chip prospect, Rocky oh. Maivia. He just slipped, too. Oh, wow. Rocky Maivia, he is a phenomenal talent. He's got a Pat future. Patterson. Yeah, there's Pat Patterson right there. I love Pat. 
Oh, you gotta love Padman. Rest in peace. Oh God. Yes. Ooh, what are they hawking now, Chris? Let's give Doc our attention and see what they're doing. Maybe we'll get some goodies here tonight. Yes. Oh, Madison Square Garden. Yes. Brett doesn't like Sean and Psycho Sid doesn't like either one of them. And they're all going to be under the same roof in one afternoon. That's Dude, we got to get tickets to this event too, Chris. Dude, I've always wanted to go to Madison Square Garden for like a wrestling show. I've never actually been in, in all seriousness. I've never been inside of Madison Square Garden. I've been around it a million times, of course, but I've never actually been inside of the, the garden for a game or anything like that. What's the closest uh, arena that you were at to the garden? Um, man, I'd have to think on that. I've done events in Buffalo, Albany, up where I live. Um, probably like in Albany or Buffalo or where I live is probably the closest I've ever been to an event. I mean, I've been to them in other places too, but yeah. up here, yeah, I've never, yeah, that's probably, those are probably the closest ones. I've seen it a million times. I've just never, I'm not a basketball fan and I wasn't a Rangers fan in hockey, so I never really had an urge to go to it, but I always I wanted you. to see a wrestling event, you know, up there like WWE, WWF, whatever it might've been that they would have had there. I've always wanted to see it. One day I will. I'll say that one day I will. I, um, the closest thing that I had to going to a show at Madison Square Garden was uh, one of my friends. Uh, he got tickets to the Super Show with um, with a Ring of Honor and uh, New Japan. Okay. Um, and the God honest truth was because of like my work schedule, I was not able to go. So that was the closest. And and like things is that yes, yes I yes I would have loved to gone, but I owe it to my family to put them first. Always, so. always a hundred percent. Might have been a good show too. Oh, what's Honky got to say here, Chris? He's with that geek pet and go right now. Let's see what they got to say. Oh God. He's shake rattle and rolling right now, Chris. He's he's in a good mood. Look at those sideburns. Oh my god, I love him. Ooh, Sable's oh. gonna get a little love me tender. He's hitting on another man's wife. Can you believe that honky tonk bastard right there? Yeah, I can believe it. He's a sleazy son of a bitch. He's a honky tonk bat. You know it. I'm a honky tonk bastard. I'm a honky tonk bastard. Unbelievable. He's cool. He's cocky, and he's bad, man. Yes. I don't know if it'll work out for him against the wild man. I'm I'm going with the wild man, Mark Marrow, all day over over the honky tonk man. This match is actually not half bad. No, it's not at all. I'm very surprised here. Nothing, you know, a knock on uh, Glenn Jacobs or anything like that. But you know, he was still fairly new at this point and hadn't really uh, gotten over with any gimmicks yet, and has been really kind of floundering. But he's not a bad worker here at this point in his career. He's looking pretty good. I think uh, Mark is carrying him right now very well. Yeah, I definitely think he's helping him a lot here because Mark was a really underrated performer in the ring. I just he doesn't get enough love and credit. I'm not just saying that because we're huge fans of him and we had him on the show, but he doesn't get enough love to me for how good he could do many things and. He definitely should have been a world champ, in my opinion. I agree. Um, now, um, does, does Mark own the Johnny B. Bad name? Uh, I don't know, actually. I, that would be something would be interesting to ask him. I don't know, Chris. I don't think so, but I could be wrong. I very well could be wrong, but I don't know. Because, because I know he can use it for 
shows and events. I just don't know whether he's given permission uh, or he owns it. Yeah, I don't know. I know you. They they can use their name for like signing and and stuff, and they would have a problem with it. But I don't know if he owns that name or not. I really have no clue. Okay, so you like that's something that uh, that I would love to find out and look up. Mark really doesn't do much in wrestling though anymore. You know, as we talked about with him on the show, it's been since the early 2000s since Mark has, you know, done anything in wrestling that I know of, at least. Um, Not saying he's never done an appearance here and there, but Mark's focus is primarily on the champion of choices, his organization there, and he does, as he mentioned on the show, like 250 speaking engagements a year, and he's done that for a decade, you know, doing that schedule. I don't think he has much time to do indie shows or anything, or any other shows for that matter. Um, And plus, I mean, not only like with that, but like Mark's um, Mark has said too that the thing with Chris Benoit that really changed his view it drastically changed his perspective um, on the wrestling business So yeah and he really as he said on there really knows he got blackballed because he spoke up against some of the steroid stuff and with the drugs yep. and all that, that culture at the time which is a shame you know he wasn't doing anything wrong by speaking yeah. up and telling about his experiences and hey to me it's their loss because look at the great things that he's gone on to do for so many people and it's fun to see too like when you look at Kane's gimmick here how many bad gimmicks he had and then he hits that Kane gimmick and everything changes for him in his career and you know the impact that guys like the Undertaker had on his career yeah that was a little bit of a rough move right there oh yeah Uh, 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 like with Mark just imagine if uh, Mark wasn't blackballed and he and and Triple H would bring him down to be like a coach for like the yellow brand or Tony Khan like would bring him into AEW to be like a trainer. I mean, dude, he can contribute so much to the younger talent and make them better, especially from from character work. Yeah, he'd be fun to see on AEW actually because you know, you know his relationship with DDP and DDP's relationship with them and everybody else and I'm sure you know, with as much as Mark and Dusty loved each other and all the stuff that Dusty did for him, I'm sure he's probably good friends with Cody or friendly with him at the very least. Who knows? Maybe you do see an appearance by Johnny B. Bad or Mark Merrill one of these days. God, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool stuff. Who knows, man? He's looking great. 60 year beautiful move. Wow. Oh, yes. Very nice. Maybe straight up, like the honest truth, maybe I should just, uh, Tag Tony Khan in like a, a tweet. Well, you never know. Tony reads everything, so yeah, he who knows. knows? He reads everything on there. Oh my goodness! What the hell? Stop the damn match! Fucking honky over there, man. He's getting involved. Son of a bitch. Until he went outside. Always doing something. He's always got a cheat, man. He is a honky talk, man, Chris. I'm telling you. Yep. Thank Jack God. Knife. Oh. Oh. Come on. Well, Diesel picks up the victory over the wild man there. Wow. Freaking honky-tonk, man. That son of a bitch. No offense. That's... Wow. You know, it'd be a fun Royal Rumble appearance if they had uh, Glenn Jacobs come out as Diesel for one of the Royal Rumbles like this. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Have him come out in all his gimmicks. Yeah, having like the three faces of Foley. Then he comes out and uh, 
you know, does the Unabomber, he does Kane, he does Diesel. Hey, okay, I'm down for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mark's mad at Sable. What's going on here, man? He's he's pretty hot at Sable. Look at her. She's upset, man. Poor Sable. Chris, if I was there, I'd have to I'd have to console her and tell her it's going to be okay. Yeah, you, you, yeah, which I bet you would. Yeah, you know, she's poor woman here. And, you know, I know Mark's upset, but here, here is his problem. Fucking honky is back here. He's causing he's causing problems in people's marriages in here. This is just wrong stuff to seek. Yeah. Come on. Come on, honky. Get out of there, man. Oh, Sonny's talking about being on her knees. Oh, my goodness. Sonny, come on. Uh, That's something she knows all too well. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, Rock's the the rock here. Rocky Mayavia has run off the honky tonk, man. Don't turn your back on him, Mr. Mayavia, because by God. Hockey might come out and hit you with one of his guitars. That's how. Oh my god! And no offense, I would rather watch Honky do it than Jeff Jarrett. Uh, yeah, me too. That's my Jeff Jarrett jab for the show. Uh oh. I think this could have been a great damn feud. I'm not kidding you. They uh, probably had a small feud there for a bit. This is interesting to see these two fighting out here. Boy, Mark did the heel turn pretty fast there, Chris. Hey, did. Good heat though to get him over as a as a bad guy, man. I like it. It's a damn yep. shame this style only lasted a, a, like a month. It really is. Look how hot the crowd is for this, Chris. Dude, I love this. I love this style. The sisters oh of love. Here they are, the flying nuns. Friggin', I'm ashamed to even say this right now as a New Yorker. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to be a New Yorker right now. Look at that. Wow. Come on. They arrested these poor ladies right here. I mean, they were doing Come nothing on. wrong. Why are, why, what's with the New York Police Department here? Man. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Oh, they're jagoffs. Uh, really? This one, this one where Savia was a part of the Nation of Domination. Yes. No, Farouk was in the nation here. Savio was a good guy. Oh, and he recruited Savio. Yeah, I remember. Savio created his own faction now, right? Los Bariquas, if I remember correctly. Basically what happened was the the original nation, it was Farouk, uh, Crush, and Savio, and they splintered off into three separate groups. Farouk stayed with Nation. Uh, Savio did Los Bariquas, and Crush did the disciples disciples of Apocalypse, which led to the whole gang wars thing. I found that interesting when they did it, Chris. I liked it. What did you think? I thought it was great. And, uh, you know, me and you, we have our criticisms. But Russo, uh, he wrote that, and that was pretty damn smart. Um, You talk about long-term booking. He did a good job with that. Certain things he was damn good at whenever he was right on the ball, fucking phenomenal. That was a prime example. And uh, 
with it. But other things, he was god-awful. So, there you go. Well, Wolfie D, Chris, and, and uh, JD Ice, do you remember what their tag team name was? PG-13. There you go. Good job, man. PG-13. They were a big act in the Memphis area, if I recall correctly, or Smoky Mountain Wrestling as well, I think. Um, they were pretty big out in that area. Uh, you can thank Jerry Lawler for putting them over. Okay. Yeah, they were like the champs over in Memphis Championship Wrestling, weren't they? Yep, that's correct. Uh, I'll do I Dallas, believe they Texas. were in Smoky Mountain, too. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Uh, Jim Cornette and Jerry Lawler like, were big supporters of them. Dude, New York, Madison Square Garden, January 25th. We got to be we'll there. We'll be there with bells on, man. If Flash, oh, Flash Funk, Funk is if he's if Flash Funk is there, man, we're going to be there because, by God, man, Flash Funk is pretty goddamn awesome. Uh, with the Funkadactyls? I mean, come on. Yeah, was it the Funkadactyls for him, or was that Brodus Clay? The oh, Funkettes. The Funkettes, sorry. The Funkettes. And then Brodus Clay was the Funkadactyls. Oh, yeah, just Brodus Clay ripped off the Flash Funk gimmick, that's all. Yep, yep. Boy, that was an interesting gimmick for uh, for Tyrus there when he did that, man. That's sad, man, because Tyrus, he could have been booked as a badass heel monster, and that completely ruined his career. Yeah, in a lot of ways, I would agree with you 100% here, man. It definitely did. Well, this is legitimately the battle of two guys that are some tough sons of bitches here, too. Uh, Farouk and Savio, both known as big-time tough guys behind the scenes. Street fight, who do you got, Farouk or Savio Vega? Who are you rolling with? I love uh, uh, which I love Savio, but I got to go Farouk, brother. I can't bet against Farouk. I'm with you 100%. Nothing but love for Savio. And uh, ultimate respect for him, but Rod Simmons, Farouk, he's unfuckwithable, and this guy is an animal. I, I wouldn't want to play with him, so I'd have to take I'd have to take Farouk in that one too, Chris. All right. Uh, what about Farouk and Ahmed Johnson in a pillow fight? Well, Ahmed said he pretty he'd handle him and take him and take him out, man. He's recently so I'm a pillow fight too. I mean. <laughs> Do you think that he would pass out during mid-fight? Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go with Ahmed in that one there, man. Because when he sees a pillow, he's going out, and he knows he's only getting that pillow if he takes him out fast. So he's gonna hit him with a he's gonna hit him with a Pearl River fucking plunge out of nowhere and take him down. He's gonna grab that pillow, man. Turn the lights gonna, out. Yep, turn the lights out, and he's out like a light. And then he hibernates like a bear for the winter. So you might not see him till next summer. But oh, it's all good. I got you. I don't know, but looking at her. So Todd's questioning the fans here. Who do you think is going to be making love to Sonny tonight, Chris? Who do you uh, think is going to be making love to Sonny? Um, Red Rob. In his dreams. Yes. Definitely in his dreams. I don't know. You know, I think the question is. Who isn't going to be making love with Sonny tonight? So I think that's more of the question. I think Todd paraphrased it wrong. Uh, Mike Durban. Well, he's never touched a you-know-what in his life, dude. That, that, ain't, that ain't happening either here. Savio Vega, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? It's going to be an interesting uh, live sex show with Sonny later on, Chris. So we, we, if there's nudity, folks, we, yeah, no, Bob doesn't do it there. You, you know, Bob's a man of high morals and values. He doesn't do any of that stuff. He just, it just isn't going to happen, Chris. I don't know. This is going to be a big mystery until later on, and uh, 
if there's any graphic stuff like with nudity and stuff, we're gonna have to turn it off, Chris. As much as people might be upset with that, we just can't have that that crazy sex. Yeah, we're a family show here. We can't have any crazy sex, uh, you know, shows on the show here. We don't want to get in trouble. So you'd have to check it out on your own. But who knows? Maybe it won't be as graphic. I don't know. This this sex show that Sonny's gonna do later is uh, who knows who the partner's gonna be or who the partners might be. Uh, yeah, maybe it's going to be Ray. Uh, wait, hold on. Max Mini and uh, Vader. And a uh, Mini Vader. What about the uh, Masquerita Sangrada Jr.? Maybe. Could, like, could be uh, Todd Pettengill? Maybe. Uh, uh, like the uh, midgets. I mean, like they they uh, might, like they uh, might pop out uh, uh, like a clown car. Well, Chris, the good news is we're back next week when we do the next Shotgun Saturday night for episode three here. I believe there actually is a little person match. That is awesome. Yeah. And uh, Masquerita Sangrata Jr. is in there. Mini Vader is also in there. I can't remember the other two right offhand, but... We do have two new people entering in. It's a tag team. Um, uh, it's a tag team midget match. I love it. Uh, straight up, we should have a, a midget wrestling show. A Didn't Hulk Hogan good. already try that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, micro championship wrestling. Well, you know, he, he had a short, a short attention span with it, and I think that he didn't stay with it long enough. You think we'll get another Macarena tonight from Todd Pettengill or any other Todd Pettengill songs tonight? Yes, I love it, and and which I love Todd, but like uh, last week, he proved why he would not have been a good fit for the Attitude Era. Bro, they would have crucified him. That would have been tremendous how much they would have crucified him, bro. So damn cheesy. Oh, God. That Macarena thing he did. I say, you know, I hope they, they have a Todd Pettengill song, Chris, because I'm afraid for them, if Todd Pettengill doesn't have a song tonight, that they might riot, Chris. Oh, God. I saw signs back there that said, if Todd doesn't sing, we riot. So they better hope they got something or else they might have an, they might have to call the New York City police. And, and uh, who knows, the flying nuns might have to come out and assist oh them there. Because if they don't, if these fans don't get what they want and hear Todd sing tonight, it could get really bad. It could be real bad Todd, news. I'll beat you with a rod. Yeah. That's that's a Todd Pettengill rap right there. See, he's rubbing off on you already. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's rubbing it. off on you already. You well, know what? Farouk picks up the victory, Chris. Uh, well, I figured out who the man's going to be with her. It's Mabel. Mabel's like an orgy with the amount, with the girth, with that guy all around, man, and how big he is. He's like an orgy. He's like twelve people in one. So I don't know. That could happen. You know, Mabel is the third man, right? Uh, he was the original founder of it. Yep. Yep. He was the one who created the NWO. Yep. They wanted to bring Wolfie D and JD Ice in here, but they couldn't afford the big price tag for them. So yeah, like they had to stick with Scott Hall and that bum Kevin Nash. Yeah, you know it could have been it could have been epic, but they had to ruin it by going the other way, right, Chris? You know it is. You want to show them? Uh oh. Put the kids away, Chris. Are your kids asleep right now? Yes, they are. All right. Well, Sunny's live sex show looks like it's about to start. Let's uh. Good evening, everyone. Uh oh. 
Yes. Welcome to my layer of love. Ooh, layer. Here, I have my favorite Christmas present. What the fuck is Elmo doing there? Never Elmo song. It's Christmas present this season. So, of course, the hottest woman in the World Wrestling Federation just had to have one. But you're probably all wondering why is Elmo special man here? In my life is. Who's the man? Just let you know, uh, the Vince McMahon directed this um, the skip. Dark and handsome. And you'll see Vince's fingerprints all over it, by the way. Uh oh, who's here, Chris? You gotta be shitting me. You gotta be shitting me right now. Can you see the Vince McMahon influence? Wow, yeah. Oh, Sonny's getting it on with fucking Elmo. Look at Elmo's thong there, man. Oh my God. You this know. is really happening. Is, is, it, is, it, is this a fucking dream or did I have one too many edibles today? You think you'd have some edibles and see this shit? Wow. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> Elmo's thong. Elmo's thong. Listen to Elmo there, man. Elmo's getting, he's getting happy right now. <laughs> Elmo, I like you. Hey. <laughs> Oh, you know you want me, Eddie? Oh, yeah. For once, Chris, in my life, I'm actually speechless. <laughs> what the hell is this? I need a cigarette. Elmo smokes. <laughs> I wonder if Russo had any dealings with this at all. I, I don't even know what to say to this. Sonny just got it on with Elmo. I, I think that I'm going to message Russo and, and uh, I, I, I ask him if he had any dealings with that whatsoever. Wow, that that's that's something that I uh, I just can't undo right now, Chris. That Elmo and Sonny just got it on here. Wow. Uh oh, Todd's doing his best Elvis impression now. We go from Sonny cutting a cutting a promo there to Sonny having a sex show with Elmo, and now we got Honky Tonk Man and fucking Todd Pettengill. Honky's stroking on Todd's hair. He's telling him, "Grow your sideburns, in kid." Oh, wow! That was something, Chris. Dude, this is sports entertainment at its cheesiest. I love it. It really is. Honky's gonna sing, Chris. Yes. He's singing. Todd is. Yes. Looking for just one play. The uh, fans uh, heard you. Dude, this is going platinum right here. Honky doesn't look a day over 90. Look at Honky dancing. Like it's like this. Come on, man, sing with us. You know what Honky's thinking? Where's my check at? Yeah. 
Look at this fucking goof right here, fans. <laughs> oh my. Who that? Is that a young Dave Meltzer in there? I don't know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wow. This is happening again. Dude, Honky can dance. Look at him go. Hell yeah. Boy, these two, Pettengill and this other dope here. Now here comes all the fans trying to get in here. Look at this guy that's like, he's about sniffing fucking Honky's ass over there. <laughs> dude, is, dude we, can, does Todd Pettengill take requests? I don't fucking know. Good Lord. Uh, honestly. He can sing. No shitting, but I would love to have Todd a sit down with Todd. All right. Well, I'll just ask the big Mike, see if he can make that happen. I'm changing my, my opinion on Todd a little bit here. I got to say, Todd's pretty entertaining, man. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say he's one of my all time faves now or anything like that, but he's impressed me the last two weeks with these songs that he's rocking out here. And they were definitely listen here. If Todd didn't sing, they were going to riot, Chris. It was about to be really bad news for them. Oh, Lord. They should be really grateful that they gave him and let him do it, Chris. Just going to throw that out there. And then fucking you would have had to get Wade Barrett or Bad News Brown out to stop the riots. Yeah, it would have been bad. He would have had some bad news for you. They got a kid over there that's in the all-star cafe here that's dressed up like fucking where's waldo this oh is a uh, boy this is an interesting uh, uh crowd base here man this they actually have some women in the crowd here for once which is different just imagine if mabel was dressed up as elmo like that bro there's no way they can make an elmo suit that big <laughs> bro you got it i mean People are going to be working in sweatshops for a year just to produce that fucking thing, man. That that's a costume right there. That um, thing you got to make enough. You got to make have enough fabric to cover like the the size of the state of Illinois, man. You know, I mean, right. I, that's a lot of work right there to do. Maybe, oh, but God. it could happen one day. You know, uh, it could happen. Rick Bogner was Razor Ramon, right? Yes, he was, and unfortunately, he passed away last year. Really? Yeah, he passed away last year. So yes, he did. Holy crap! I remember that because, like, we talked about that on one of our shows. Um, yep. uh, speaking of uh, Mr. Bogner, um, John Paz did a sit down with him. So if you guys want to go check out uh, who Rick Bogner is, you know, uh, you can uh, look it up. Uh, through uh, J- John Paz's podcast, so just saying. I don't know anything else Rick Bogner ever did. To be honest with you, I know he had a pretty long career, but from what I remember reading or something, you know that he was in the business for like twelve to fifteen years. But I don't really remember anything that he did. Do you? Uh, he was Rick Titan uh, in New Japan. Okay, no I, idea who that is. I didn't watch any of his matches. Uh, his biggest break was this right here, like the fake razor thing. 
Yeah, and that's unfortunate because that that killed his career. He, I don't think he did anything after this, you know, anywhere big or whatever. But no. I don't, I don't know how much longer he was working or anything after this. But uh, he actually, whenever he got fired from this, uh, he got threatened with a cease and desist by the WWE because he was traveling and doing uh, independent shows wearing the uh, razor stuff. Really? Yep. Wow. Okay. Well, the honky tonk man buys people's names that they use, so I could see people trying to do that. I don't know why you would want to use this fake razor shit. I can't imagine there would be a huge market for it, but I could I, I could be way wrong. I don't know. Who knows? Well, you can mislead people into thinking that it's the real one, you know? Yeah, and that was the when they started that whole stuff there with that with these two guys. They definitely did that, and uh, people really actually believed that they were coming back, as you talked about earlier. And it, it worked out pretty good for, as you mentioned there, for Hall and Nash. They got uh, some extra cheese out of it, and these guys got a, plat- a platform. It worked out really good for Glenn Jacobs, but unfortunately, Rick Bogner didn't have much of a career afterwards. I agree. And like the thing is, is that with. Uh... Paul and Nash got $200,000 extra per year. That's a lot of money. All because of people not paying attention. It's a lot of scratch, man. No doubt about it. Hell, dude, I would rather just take the 200, like the 200 grand period and, and just be happy with that. I believe me, I worried about the 750 that went along with it. Yeah, they had a hell of a nice deal that they got from WCW there when they came over and uh, WWF had this gimmick. So I think WCW won in the end of the in, at the end of the, uh, with this stuff here. But the people that won the most was Scott Hall and uh, Kevin Nash getting out from these cheesy characters and going over to WCW because oh, yeah. they made a boatload of money and uh, just did some monumental things over there that people will talk about forever in wrestling just imagine if vince would have given hall and nash the contracts that they wanted and the nwo was never made or the version that we knew yeah would, were made will yeah. rest be today who knows? It's a really interesting question when you think about that. Who knows what could have happened? I mean, it really would have changed the landscape of things. Come on, here, honky. Come on, honky. Come on. You're a honky-tonk son of a bitch. That's what you are. Bro, he really is, man. We need to bring the big boss man in here to arrest Honky for this for his actions because what I don't know what this guy's problem is. We were let we he, he sang, oh, no. we let him shake, rattle, and roll, and now Ooh. he's doing this. Man. And then he's one of Love Sable Tender. I mean, it's just so many different things. He, bad dude, I'm telling you. Never bad. trust a honky tonk man. Uh, this is The Rock's original finisher. Yeah, the shoulder breaker. God, that was terrible. Yeah, that was a really terrible finisher. Listen to them boo him. Yeah. Well, no offense, but they were doing to him what what they did to Roman Reigns with us. You know, the whole thing, like, they're shoving him down our throat. It's like, I did not give two shits about the whole, I, I'm a white meat bait, the white meat baby face, Rocky Maivia, love me. Fuck you. I think it worked out good for him there to get away from that there. Oh, yeah, just a little bit. 
Yeah, the number one actor in uh, Hollywood now, a guy that could be a, the president one day. I, oh, what is Pettengill doing outside? Is he harassing the homeless out here in Times Square? People might, conf- if, if people might confuse him for being homeless. I don't know. What's behind the box there? Is Damon Wayne's coming out from In Living Color? Mo, or Mo, the Mo Money's what a great show that was back in the day. Good Lord, yes. Jim Carrey was my favorite. He was great. I love Damon Wayne's and Keenan Ivory Wayne's on that and Jamie Foxx and Tommy Davidson. Nikolai Volkov is living on the streets now, Chris. This is terrible. Well, I mean, hell, dude. Uh, the, the, dude, he, he he couldn't get work. I mean, because of uh, where he's from, I mean, racism like was rampant. Um, and uh, Vince McMahon like was nice enough to give him a cardboard box to sleep in. So I, God bless you, Vince. Man, I'm telling you, they should have given a better treatment there. It's a shame to see a legend like Nikolai Volkov on the streets here. Vince is out here. He's he's all fine and dandy and happy now. He's got all the drinks he wants. He's got Sonny next to him. And uh, poor Nikolai's got... What the fuck? Yeah, I have no fucking idea what this is. It's not Vanity Fair, Chris, the magazine. It's Vanity Fair. Oh. Gold Dust is pregnant, Chris. Is he Is he really pregnant? Uh, it, sure. Yeah. Okay. But we're going to see Gold Dust and not on the Rosie O'Donnell show, baby, exclusively here on Sunday. What do you think of Sonny's announcing? She's actually pretty good. I, yeah, she's not bad. No. She's not bad at all. She actually grew. She's grown on me. I think honestly, she missed the boat on big. Uh, uh, with, with, with transitioning into that. Yeah, she's not bad at all. She plays a decent role here, you know, and she adds a great sex appeal as well to the show. The time because Sunny oh, yeah. was over, was over like crazy and gorgeous woman, you know, was just the original knockout diva that was out there that really, you know, really brought a different thing out for the women because she was hugely over. And then of course next was Sable, but man, Sunny's not bad at all here. Not bad at all. Hold on, hold on. Uh, let me make this argument. Would the original diva be her or Sherry Martel? Sherry wasn't a diva to me. She was a fighter and a wrestler. Okay. Tammy was a diva. You know, wasn't one that was going to begin in the ring like like Sherry was. Sherry was she was a wrestler in my opinion. And Sunny, I would give as the original diva because of just how different she was than Sherry. Okay. That's my opinion, though. What do you think? I, okay, now that you put it in in that perspective, because like the divas, like they were limited in what they could do yep. with the comparison. Yep. Now, what did you think of the headbangers? Were you a fan of the headbangers? Yes, I. Yes, I was actually. I thought they were extremely underrated. They they were a good tag team, and they complemented the division extremely well. And they made. Every team that they worked with, they did their best to make them look good. And I respect the hell out of that. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I, I dug the headbangers. I thought they were fun. They had a couple of title reigns, if I remember correctly, you know. Uh, the Godwins, they beat, actually. Okay. For their, for their first uh, tag title run. 
Yeah, and a few years back, they uh, had a little bit of a run where they brought him back for uh, a few weeks in a row to be on the show. I don't know if they ever picked up a victory, but you know, I think it was about four or five years ago they had him back on for a little bit on the show. I think it was SmackDown that they that they had him on. Uh, uh, it was SmackDown in 2016, April of 2016, when they were bringing back the SmackDown tag team titles. And, yep. the and they were doing the tournament, right? Yep. Yeah, there we go. They had like a warm-up match or two, and then they announced the tournament. They were in the tournament. I think they got eliminated in the first round. We never saw yep. them again. Yep. Yeah. In Times Square, check this guy. Oh, Pat and Gil's out there mingling. God, I miss Bobby. Pat- yeah, I really do, too. Bobby Heenan would have been great in this type of role, Chris. Thank you. Exactly. That's the first thing I popped in my head. Todd, brother, I give you kudos for trying, but fucking, dude, just imagine Bobby Heenan working for the WWE at that time, just doing that role. Chris, we got a new sponsor to announce for the show here for this episode. Denim and Diamonds. Go check them out. If you want your fix for denim jeans and diamonds, go see Denim Denim Diamonds, Chris, right in the heart of Times Square. You drunk? Yeah. Yep. You say that denim, 10 times yeah, to get denim di- denim diamonds. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's like she sells seashells down by the seashore there, man. Denim, di- denim diamonds. Denim diamonds. Dim- de- damn it. Yes. Damn it. Denim diamonds. Damn it. Denim diamonds. Get a better name. So check out denimdiamonds.com, folks, for all your denim and diamond needs right over on there. Or visit them on in Times Square. Just got to throw it out there. Visit them in Times Square. It's a hell of a store, Chris. It is. I agree. Well, that's really a weird ending to that, that they just ended the show right there. And it is what it is, I guess. But that was the end of the show right there, Chris. God, that was fun. That was so yeah. fucking fun. Great show again, man. That was a blast. What did, what did, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. What do you got? Dude, thumbs up all the way. Like I said, it's pure cheesy sports entertainment. I cannot argue against it. The matches were actually fairly good. Uh, like the storytelling was great. The freaking promos were good. I mean, everything. And it wasn't long. It was very compact. It was very well done. And like the thing like with Sonny, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, dude, just so many different things. Honky Tonk Man, Todd Pettengill. See, once again, when done right, sports entertainment can be phenomenal, and that's a prime example right there. I just don't understand why they can't stick to that formula now, but it is what it is. I loved it, brother. What about you? 100% thumbs up. It was a fun show. That crazy outlandish shit with uh, Elmo and Sonny was funny. Honky played a great role in the show. Todd Pettengill it's funny as hell with these songs he's singing the first two weeks here. I hope he continues it on for every week of, of these uh, six, seven weeks, whatever it is that they're at the nightclubs there, because these Todd Pettengill songs are phenomenal. So yes. I give it a hundred percent thumbs up, my friend, no doubt about it. Oh. Now, Chris, I, my one, my one negative to the show is I thought actually in this one, I thought the rock in Razor Ramon was boring as hell. So okay. that that to me was the one match that really wasn't that good. But okay. that's the only thing that was a little bit of a downfall to me and that kind of quick ending there to the show with, with Doug Furness and Phil LaFon. They must have run out of time when they did it. They did yeah. end up picking up the victory. So 
irregardless, I think it was a great show and fantastic. I agree. I agree. Uh, so, and uh, next week, uh, we're going to be having it uh, denim and we're going to be in Texas. Yep. And, and uh, we're going to have one of Texas's favorite sons show up. And uh, you better not have your mother within earshot because she because she might be called certain names. So I'm just saying. Ooh, who is it, Chris? Who is it? Fill us in. Egg sucking whore. Terry Funk. We got a Terry Funk sighting next week. Yes, Terry Funk's gonna be on the show next week. So I'm super excited. I'm stoked. Um, and he's pretty much gonna be in his chainsaw Charlie gimmick. So beautiful. So wow. Yes. This is a stacked card next week, Chris. Let's let, let me run this down really fast here. This is a really impressive card that they got. Um, next week is going to be the January 18th, 1997 edition. And <laughs> it really did take place on January 18th, 1997 at the Denim and Diamonds in San Antonio, Texas. So yep. our sponsor of the show, that's where it took place there. Denim and Diamonds, folks. Check them out. They're opening their San Antonio location just for Shotgun Saturday night. Um, they're franchising all across the world. This is the brand to go with. But for matches, Chris, we got Hunter yeah. Hearst Helmsley taking on Rocky Maivia. Okay. We have Farouk is on once again. He's got Clarence Mason, Crush, and D'Lo Brown. And he's taking on Jesse James. Steve Austin is in a main event, and he's taking on Goldust. But to me, this is the real main event right here, Chris. What's that? We have our midget match. We have Masquerita Sangrata Jr. and Venom taking on Hysteria and not many Vader, but many Mankind, Chris. Ooh. Yeah, pff, man. That's going to be an interesting one to see for sure. Those guys kind of stole the show last week. And do you think we'll get a Todd Pettengill song next week again now knowing that we, we got we, we got the midgets coming on? I think we might, or there will be a riot, and they better not be held to pay. And they and they better not be short on time next week, because by God, I will be pissed off. Me too, man. Because I want to see that match in full effect. That's going to be a good one. Well, I got to say, as we close out here, make sure you guys, if you want to support the show, go check out our merchandise store uh, right on over at WrestlingWithReality.SellMyTees.com. Pick yourself up some cool stuff. Check it out. It's a great way to support the show. We appreciate everybody checking out everything we're doing here all the time. Uh, by the time you guys are watching this, we're going to have a great interview that's coming out on Wednesday at 10 a.m. So I don't know if the episode is going to come out after or before, but irregardless, it's right over going to be around this time that this episode releases that we've either already done the interview and put it out or it is um, going to be coming out. So I'm not sure when I'm going to drop this. We might drop this as a little bonus for the first week when we put it out. So we did tape it in advance, but we really do appreciate everybody's support. We thank you for checking us out here. Like follow the page on Facebook. What do you got brother Martin? Anything you want to say to close this out, buddy? I just want to say just for everybody, thank you so much for your continued love, your support. Uh, You over 800 followers. Now please like share, subscribe. And one of our followers said to me, Chris, um, we thought you said sell my tits. No, I did not say sell my tits. I said sell my tees because I know sometimes with my Yankee accent that I mix with the stutter that I get words mixed up. So it's sell my tees, okay? But anyways, I just want to say, guys, thank you so much for your love. Thanks so much for your support. Please check out all the wonderful content to here on Wrestling With Reality. We are the Retro Renegades. We are the premier source for retro wrestling content here on Facebook. And you know what? 
with the exception of certain companies and certain people, we love to give total nonstop action. We love to make an impact. And by God, we're going to continue to make one that's going to be bigger and better than you could ever imagine. So continue to watch, baby. We're going to have some fun. And this is just the beginning. Like we're barely scratching the surface on what wrestling with reality is going to be because you guys are making it bigger and better. This is a safe haven for people that have passion for pro wrestling. And by God, we're just fans ourselves that just want to share it. So let's have some fun. Let's do this. And I love you guys. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, until the next time, everybody, be good, be safe, take care of yourselves. Most importantly, take care of one another. We thank you for watching Wrestling With Reality, and we will be catching you in the next day or so with another great new episode. So go back, check out the archives, see what's out there. There's a little bit of something for everybody. So for all the retro renegades out there, we appreciate all your support. We will see you again real soon. And thank you again for watching us right here on Wrestling With Reality. Reality.